you ever stop and ask yourself, why do I even do what I do? Like, does anything that I do have purpose? And I feel the truth is that everything that we do can have purpose. And it's just hidden in these places that we don't really look. I think the pinnacle of purpose, if you really want to drill it down to identifying, is it there? Is it not there? Is mutual benefit. So anything that we do in our lives can be done with or without purpose. Any job, any relationship, the running of any business, and even the most seemingly small tasks of any day can be done with or without purpose. And if you look at it from the point of view that purpose is defined by mutual benefit, then it's easier to figure out if it's purposeful or not. If you think about it this way, any type of situation or relationship ends up dissolving when the balance of mutual benefit shifts in the favor of one person to another. So that means one person is going to continue to benefit while the other person has to sacrifice or be diminished in some way. I see this as burnout. Like we burn out on a job, we burn out on a relationship, we burn out on a business. When the balance of mutual benefit has shifted and somebody is no longer being fortified, you can't just keep giving and giving and giving. Either consciously you're like, "Uh, this sucks, I'm out of here. Or subconsciously, your intuition kicks in and you're like, this sucks, I'm out of here. (laughs) However, when you put your attention into mutual benefit and something I like to call calibrating for mutual benefit, then all boats rise, right? It's synergy. It's everybody is getting fortified in some way and there's this balance, but it's not really a balance because it actually helps both parties to be lifted up. And I'm here to tell you, as a leader or a business owner, Looking carefully at this balance of mutual benefit and whether or not there's synergy, you can really start to see where you have holes in your boat, right? Why sometimes things can be an absolute struggle and never really get to where you want to be. And while in other situations or at other times, it's really easy. You're in the flow as they call it, right? Everything's coming together and working out. So let's look at it in just one example to kind of illustrate the idea. I'm currently getting some kind of leaks, I guess, on my roof fixed and basically interviewing roofers. So this is a good example of this because it seems pretty straightforward enough, a contractor, a service worker, a roofer, right? But let's say you've got one guy who sends out his underpaid employees, right? That's synergy problem number one, because when you have undervalued, undertrained, underpaid employees, you're going to have a lot of turnover. You're going to have a lot of shoddy work because they don't feel appreciated, right? They have no purpose. So it goes a bunch of levels deep. That's why I just wanted to bring that part of it up. But then you want to make money. So you maybe overquote the job. Maybe you do some things that don't foster a lot of confidence in the customer, right? And yet at the end of the day, you might get the payment for the job that was completed. But it's at the, um, um, what do you call it? The, uh, sacrifice of the customer in a lot of ways, the sacrifice of the employees. A lot of people had to not be benefited in order for you to benefit and get this money at the end of the day. And then this begins to snowball because guess who's not happy? Your customer, right? No referral. And in marketing, if you have referral marketing, that just saves you a crap ton of money, right? And if you have good reviews, people maybe just check and they're like, oh yeah, no brainer, I'm going with this person. They have all these great reviews online or whatever. But if the opposite is the case, you don't have any testimonials, the reviews are bad or 
mediocre, then people are going to be suspicious. They're not going to want to hire you. And this means you're going to spend a lot more money on marketing on cold traffic, trying to get new people that you can convince to give them your money, to their money to fix the roof, right? And then back to the employees, the turnover rate where sometimes you can't do jobs that you agreed or contracted to do in the timely fashion that you did because your employees don't show up because they're not happy and they don't feel purposeful and they don't feel valued and they're not benefiting from working for you. There's a bazillion ways this just completely snowballs. Snowball is the perfect word. So to go back to what I said earlier about you could be in the flow, things could be synergistic, coming together, making lots of money, you know, helping lots of people, all sorts of things. That could be a synergistic flow that snowballs, but also it can snowball in the opposite direction when you are willing to sacrifice the benefit of other parties involved. So then we've got roofer number two. Roofer number two has a small, very well-trained, loyal crew, right? That he invests in, that he treats with respect, that he pays well, that he continues to train up so and puts them at the appropriate level for where they are with their training, right? I don't know this. I'm just the customer. But we see the end result. You know, we can sense it in how they do business. We see it in their referrals. We see it in the results that we get. And so this guy has a mutual benefit uh, way of running his roofing business. And if you look at it from the customer's point of view, I'm the customer in this case, I am happily paying for expertise. I am happily paying for the peace of mind that I'm not going to have drips four months down the road and a contractor that I can't find or get to call me back, right? I'm more than happy to pay even more, really, for all of this peace of mind, this comfort, the satisfaction and knowing that the job is going to be done right the first time. And so the mutual benefit actually helps roofer number two to not have to advertise as much, right? A lot of word of mouth referrals. He's saving a lot of money on advertising. He can go to bed at night feeling good about himself. He doesn't have voicemails that are, you know, the whole voicemail box is full with people trying to track him down or complain. There's a lot that goes into this that isn't just about the finances. So really at the end of the day, whether you're a leader or a business person, and honestly, this just applies to any type of relationship in life because everything is relationship, business is relationship, relationships are relationships, life is relationship. Start calibrating for the mutual benefit. Just step back every once in a while and say, oh, I need to recalibrate this to make sure there's mutual benefit and get some insight into what I can do. And this just makes the whole process more beneficial to everyone, more lucrative to everyone, more enjoyable for everyone, so much better. And it really speaks to what we talked about on the episode before this, the why, right? Why is part of your mutual benefit and part of recalibrating for your purpose in your business? So I purposely am just in love with this whole term, obviously, of recalibrating for mutual benefit. You can apply it to absolutely anything in your life. It's fun. You feel empowered, okay? You aren't getting tossed around by the waves of life. You're saying, oh, okay, this is not good. I'm not in the flow. What can I do? Let's look at the calibration of mutual benefit. See what we can do with that, right? So that wraps up Purpose for the Week. If you missed either one of the first two episodes, definitely go back and listen. They're juicy awesome. And I'll see you next week.